All right, y'all. Here we go. Here is the Travis Scott quarter pounder <laughs> with bacon. Sean. Oh, man. Come get We're you, really bro. about to do this. Sorry. Hold on. And you got to eat it with barbecue sauce, apparently. Oh, man. And while we're serving up here, finishing. There you go. Do they do anything special with these? Huh? They just attach his name to it. I yeah. think so. I think the difference is he um, he adds bacon. I don't know why I'm looking at this like it's not just another fucking burger. Yeah. <laughs> like it's supposed to have some value to it. <laughs> no, it's gonna turn you up. Yeah, that shit reselling. It's lit. Yo. Commercial's fire though. Did you did you guys see sorry, turn that down. Uh did you guys see the there's like this thread and they're like, I heard that if um Oh god I gotta look at that. That uh, if you order the meal, they gotta the person's gotta tell you it's lit. My stomach's already rumbling. Oh yeah, if you say if you order and you say oh it's lit, they give you free ice cream. And then somebody said, has anyone tried this? And I'm like, come on, that's cap. We all know the ice cream machine ain't working. <laughs> Never works. Never working. Real work at McDonald's. Yo, it's my first job. No way. That's why I don't fuck with it. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So real had the first collab. <laughs> what you say? That's so you had the first collab. <laughs> You put the barbecue sauce on the burger? I think it's barbecue sauce on the fries. And then, yeah, we could do it on the burger. Shit, fuck it. We're, not. we're different. We're here. This is the first time we're I think, even on the pot, right? Yeah. Man, really about to do this. I feel sorry for our listeners. This is what we're doing right now? This is what we're doing right now. Hey, man, you see the hype outside? I guess we gotta join it, right? Okay. What? First of all, McDonald's barbecue sauce. Smack. It's up there. It's up there, right? It's up there. Smack. Am I wrong or am I'm I right? That. I'll For give sure. That. McDonald's fries. When they're fresh and hot. Yeah. Smacking. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Up Look, there? Um, when you guys, if you go to Asia or you go to other countries and you try the ketchup at McDonald's, it ain't the same. It will make you appreciate the ketchup in America. <laughs> different tomatoes, different packaging. I don't know what different water. I don't know what it is, but it ain't the same. So wait, so bring your own ketchup. You go overseas and you plan on eating McDonald's. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, I'm not even taking the pickles. I'm just gonna go for it. Wow. Oh man. <laughs> man. I'll tell you Straight one thing. <laughs> Travis got everybody eating McDonald's again. Right? It's terrible. Right. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. That burger patty is very... That sound like you're being tortured right now. Regrettable. <laughs> well, I'm going to take a second bite. This I'm going to eat the whole thing. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to smack these fries, but I'm good in the burger. I appreciate you though, Mike. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike. Thank you very much. Doing the trip. It's market research. Yeah, market research, and I took it out of our expense sheet. <laughs> we pay for this shit. God damn it! I want a refund. <laughs> Give it back. Yeah, I can't eat that burger. 
Yeah. yeah, we're here. You stay here first, man. <laughs> eating. We ate it here first. <laughs> <laughs> you see the hype outside? You feel hype? You know Yo. the fucking vibes. <laughs> I yeah. will smack a McDonald's fountain drink, though. Something about, they put something in their Coke and Sprite. Look at that. Look at That's that. how you know I haven't had soda in a while. That shit hit different. That shit just, yeah, it just eats you up right in that moment. Yeah. What would you rather have? A shot of tequila or a whole soda? A whole soda. Mm. <laughs> wow. A whole soda. 20 ounce, 12? Wow. Yeah. Nah, the big jug. Huh? The big jug from he had to choose. He had to choose like a, a, a oh two liter, a two liter, <laughs> a two liter, or a shot of tequila. Yo, you know the soda game shot is fucked up <laughs> when the two liter is only thirty cents more than the one liter. Man, they when the one liter you. is only ten cents more than the twenty ounce. That's how they get you. They be upselling the shit you. out of you. Mm-hmm. It's carbonated hell. They do the same thing at Jamba Juice. Yeah. Like 30 cents more for the bigger, for the biggest one. Something like that. Sometimes they give it to you without even asking for it. Man. Oh, Jamba? Yeah. What are you ordering? That's because they were out of you, cup. If you get the creatine, the creatine expands in the drink, so they have to give it to you in a, in a second cup. Look, when I asked for tea at Starbucks and they're like, for 30 cents more, sir, you could have a Trenta. I'm like, bitch, I'm watching my calories. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get me to turn up, turn up. It ain't about the 30 cents. Anyway, welcome yeah. back to the Mickey D's podcast. My, my Episode sixty three, sixty three, and um, is it's sixty three already. Yeah, it's sure good to be back. Is. Shout out to DJ Vice. Yeah, that was a for fun the advice. And uh, you know, we're we're here uh, getting our legs under us, uh, the steam in the streams. Mm-hmm. And oh, did did you come up with the? Um, we didn't go over a, a twitching with rail. Did you have one? Oh yeah, yeah, I got you one. Got one? Okay, you got one. Okay, because I got I I, I want to put in a, a bonus question. Okay, okay, fantastic. So, you know, you know, you know how it goes on Twitch and Morel. We welcome to all questions. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. But um, safe space. <clears throat> yeah, welcome back. Stomach is bumping. Um, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> You said take, you said not take to eat back. before we came, but I had a little something because I didn't know what was going to happen. Yo, I don't blame I you. We wings. Because I already knew. I had ground wings. turkey and already, salad. Okay. <laughs> well, balance. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about I, like, I don't know what I'm getting into, but I want to be prepared. <laughs> it's okay. Sean will smack his burger I'm happily. <laughs> I'll probably end up finishing. It's I don't lit. like seeing food go to waste. Yeah. I don't want food to go to waste. We'll probably eat Except the, if the fries are cold. Right. Oh, yeah, difficult gotta, options here. Fries, just gotta let some soldiers. Go. I think fries cold is probably my top three worst things of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, you, and you it. can't reheat it. Anymore. I can't. You cannot no. reheat. Hold on. Fry. There's a, a thing my aunt had. It's like a uh, air fryer. It might be that. I have that. You just throw them in there. Air fryer. Yeah, yeah. I can see. I have one at home. I never thought of. Well, we don't eat fries, but I never thought of using it to reheat fries. Right. I've never thought of that either to do that, but. Yeah, you know, I just started doing for like sandwiches. Shout out to DJ Marvel. We had a little uh, Facetime meeting today, and um, <clears throat> he started making a sandwich for his kid and himself. And I was like, <laughs> "Great idea! I'll make a sandwich too." <laughs> and it's like we had lunch together. But I just started because I had these like the cold uh, cheese from like Whole Foods. Yeah, and you know, sometimes like rock hard. Like you don't really want to rock hard. Like no. not rock hard, but like a hard. <laughs> Pause a hard piece of cheese <laughs> in the middle of your sandwich. Yeah. So, you know, quick little 
five seconds in the microwave. Of course. You know, so it's still manageable. Yeah. You know, but it gives a little, you know, melty cheese. Sam be reheating brownies and, and like pastries really? in the microwave for like 10 seconds. That's a Latina move for sure. It, it, I do it that. works. I do that. Too. I do that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something I never did. Cookies, so when she started reheated, doing it, I was like, yeah. something warm, Nikki, like Swifey will make, bake some cookies, and I'll be like, all right, ready. She's like, they, you gotta let them cool down. I'm like, nah, nah, they. Ready. I need them shits right out the oven. Yeah, burn the top. I, 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 yeah, I need that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need that shit. Yep. Yeah, I had no idea as you put pop tarts into a uh, into a toaster. Even like, always knew them as a cold pastry. Like you just really? eat them straight up. I had no idea that I that was something. I always out. enjoyed the crunch in the Pop Tart mm-hmm. after pulling it out of the toaster. Man, yeah. missing out. Wow, you're eating cold, bro. Yeah, I, I want brown, uh, yeah. brown cinnamon. Oh, I mean, brown sugar, yeah. cinnamon. brown yeah. sugar cinnamon. Look, <laughs> listen, but, but brown sh- cinnamon sugar with warmed up with yeah. the with the change your life. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> anyway, what are we starting out with today, Joe? What are, what are, you know what, we, we got a new segment. We're going to have some fun with this one. I think we're going to have some fun with this one. And we're calling it Pick One. We're going to get, we're going to come up with a list of, uh, of things. Me. Oh, Sorry. 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 Hey, don't blame me, man. Don't um, me. This might be a clip. Let's do this clean. Let's get, let's get through this. Because it that might was, be a clip. That was perfect he for the said, clip. don't blame me, but he said, excuse me. Yeah, right, right. Uh, it's very presidential, at least in this presidential times. Um... <laughs> So new segments called Pick One. We're gonna have a list of three or four things, and one's gotta go. And you have to obviously support your argument on why that thing's gotta go. Right. Uh, so we have seventies, eighties, nineties, and two thousands music. One's gotta go. Wait, music or your crate to DJ? Uh, let's go. Let's go crate. Crate. Yeah, let's go crate. Your crate, so your seventies crate, your eighties crate. Your I'm getting rid crate. of my eighties. Oh yeah, eighties got to go. I Why? agree. Deleted. Why? I don't know. Seventies has. I'm, I'm never soul I'm, disco. Yeah, I'm never sitting in that eighties crate for too long. Right. Mm. I could. You could come over to me and say, "We need seventies hour. We need seventies for the next hour." Oh, for a great example. There you go. When we used to do the cruise ships. Right. Right. Mm. And they would have, they would have your seventies night. They would have your eighties night. Right. Which night did you enjoy the most? Yeah. 70s. Yeah. <laughs> 80s was not it. It was about 20 minutes into it. And I was like, you know what? I'm good now. You know, I'm, I'm glad we answered. We got to we got specific on that. But I think it's kind of unfair since no one really plays 80s, and especially you two. Um, so what? because you guys don't play 80s. Feels a little racist. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't play 80s either. You got the 80s hair. So that's true. You made so, a whole eighty set. So let's just say non DJ related, no crates, just seventies, Listen, listening 90s pleasures, two thousands. Yeah, listening, listening pleasures. pleasures. Still taking out the eighties. <laughs> well, what are we talking about? I'm, I'm getting rid of the two thousands. Why? Um, because to your points of the seventies, um, I think that was like the soul in the seventies uh, can't be replaced. I think the eighties was extremely I think the 80s is important because it was extremely experimental. Think of all the things that came and went in yeah, the 80s. Came and the, the went. introduction of the Trum, uh, but, but then eventually reused again. But you think about the, the drum machine. You think about the introduction. Uh, um, I know Prince came out around 78 or 79, but you know he really hit his stride 
in the early 80s. Then you got Michael. And then, and there was a, like, I, I used to, like, when I was young, I used to say the 80s was the worst um, or was bad or was just, like, all these bad things. We were all created but, in the 80s. But, 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 <laughs> but what, but the things that they tried out and the things they came up with and just the styles. I mean, think about how, how many times have you seen someone fashion-wise dip into the 80s to, to look a certain way or, or, you know, like, and I know this is just one example, but blinding, blinding lies by the weekend that just shot back up because of MTVs, but that's an eighties inspired song. Um, so you also get NWA, um, you get the, the, you get like hip hop coming, really coming out of its shell. Um, and all the samples you get from the eighties as well. Yeah. I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Yes, there would be a lot of music in the 80s that we would miss. Mm-hmm. Of course, 100%. I can, I mean, you can match up whoever from the 2000s against the, someone equal to them, and I'll probably pick the 80s. And I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you that. I'm yeah. saying if we had to make a personal choice to get rid mm-hmm. of one decade of music, All right. uh, personal choice, that would be it. Mm-hmm. The reason why I can't agree with you on the 2000s is because... We came up on that. That's our music. When we're 40, 50 years old, yeah. 90s and 2000s are going to be our shit. Yeah. Like, that's us. Yeah. That's what we came up. Not only did we create career, DJ careers out of playing 80% of 2000s music, you know what I'm saying? It's, you can't let that go. Like An- Another reason why I'm getting rid of the 2000s is because... There were a lot of one hit wonders and it was focused on trying to chase that hit. And um, I think you can make the same argument about the 80s. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> and and uh, it was also the ringtone era, which didn't That shit was popping. No. Hot. No, the ringtone era making music specifically for ringtones, not to just be like because it's dope or you know, for all these reasons why we enjoy making music or we enjoy listening to music. It was like once once the 2000s realized how many different ways they can make money, which is great. I ain't trying to take money out of anybody's pockets, but it was all done for all the wrong reasons. To, not all, but there were a lot of wrong reasons can, in why they they made some of the music. I remember watching, you know, obviously Little John's a, a friend of ours, but I remember watching him on something like, I don't know, something like I was in the airport and I think it was on some like CNN, and he said, "I make music to sell ringtones." And as a hip hop purist at the time, that didn't sit right with me. I'm like, "What?" That's what a different time. About? Like, at the, I know, and that's like, why I don't care for it. Music. Okay, <laughs> sure, that's how you can feel. That's why we feel the way in regards to the 2000s. End of the day, if you think about it, when we first started DJing in 2005, right? Consensus, like 2004, 2005, yeah. right? And we were going out to different clubs or parties and just as a spectator, maybe not as a working DJ, what was really hot? 80s parties, right? And then as we got older, what happened the last decade or so? 90s parties. Right now, where I would argue that we're either near or at our peak of our DJ careers, obviously mm-hmm. a little different due to the, what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. But in regards to our knowledge, how far we've come, the music we know, like this is the time for the 2000s. And we saw that as we were leading before we led into this stoppage of everything. You saw a bunch of 2000s parties. 
People still had on, hold on, held on to the '90s and and whatever else, but really it was 2000s. And mm-hmm. we're, when we say 2000s, we're talking about that 2000 2010 because that 2010 and 2020 is a different era. Yeah, that's a whole different era. Mm-hmm. A whole different era. That's the tens. <laughs> yeah, and and to your point of of what you said about they were doing the same in the '80s. I think when they were trying to when whatever those one hits were, the way I the way I perceive that is is um, not so much chasing. I mean, yeah, it's chasing the money because you're trying to find a hit, but I feel like there was more soul and more um, just, there's just something like that can't be calculated put into the music as opposed to the 2000s where the execs were on a whole nother level. Like, let's let's chase money. Fuck these rappers let's or artists. Let's just get that one hit. Because the overhead was the different. Guy. The overhead was different. In the yeah, 2000s, yeah, and I get that. It's a whole re- different business scheme in the, in the 2000s. Yeah, in the 80s, you needed to go through a cosign and a producer and yeah. jump through hoops, and you wouldn't even see a record deal. You couldn't record something and put it on vinyl because that was the only way you could do it versus But 2000s. that's how good it had to be to get on a vinyl. And well, yeah, that's not always true either. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of eight, shit pressed in the 80s and 70s. That would... No, you can, you can create every decade has its failures, but... In order to get that record deal in the in the, uh, they were they were there they were there not not probably not as much because because again in the eighties were experimental and for, on a mute on a business side the two thousands were experimental on a business side trying to chase the check yeah okay so that's so just you can make okay so we, we know where we're at yeah okay second one one gotta go Pharrell Timbaland or Kanye one's gotta go one gotta go. Like this we ain't so get me, when you say that like no production from them no not, not nah, nothing from them. as if they never existed like like uh, just disappearing from all the pictures that <laughs> disappearing from Instagram their music for me, gone personally it would probably have to be yay it's mm, a hard choice what? for me to say but I just I would no none of these are easy uh, yeah this isn't fun you think this is fun <laughs> <laughs> why are we doing this yeah why are we I'm gonna eat one more uh, French fry I'm stressing out uh, yeah I w- I would just I'm a I'm I grew up a huge Timbaland fan. You know what I mean? Like we going back to our last conversation about like the the era of the nineties and stuff like that. Timbaland coming up with, you know, Missy, Magoo, Aaliyah, you know, doing all that shit. Like that was that was my shit. I was all into that. I was heavy into that. Even when, you know, the earlier Justin Timberlake days, like that that Justify album, yeah. You could put that in my top ten favorite albums of yeah. all time. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's just and I get that. Oh no! You said Kanye, not Pharrell. Never mind. Um, don't get me wrong. Kanye's great. I love Kanye. What? What yeah. about what about Pharrell? Makes you want to keep Kanye? I mean, what about Pharrell? Makes you want to get rid of Kanye? You mean Timberland? Oh, you you getting rid of Timberland or Kanye? No, Kanye. You say what about Pharrell though? Yeah, but but there yeah, has to be Pharrell's something about option. yeah, because Pharrell. So why? Why do you pick Pharrell over Kanye? Yeah, why are you picking Pharrell over Kanye? You said Timberland or Kanye? No, you said Timberland, Pharrell, or Kanye. No, he only, he only said Timberland and Kanye, right? No, he so said three. Pharrell. Oh, you thought he because you thought he said Pharrell. Oh, yeah, he said. Pharrell. I thought you said Pharrell. <laughs> so Pharrell. So Pharrell. I thought you said Pharrell. I thought you said so Pharrell. Yeah, yeah. What you call it? See, confusing, man. Listen. Oh, <laughs> one gotta oh, go. Pharrell, hey, DJ Rell, welcome to the podcast. Hey, man, listen, Pharrell, Timberland, one of them days. And one of them gotta go. Still Kanye. Okay. Still so of. what makes it what what keeps Pharrell, Pharrell around? Pharrell's the fucking goat, bro. Like what are we yeah. talking about, man? Like, you know, Pharrell can't Pharrell can't be touched. But if you ask me, even if you ask me between Pharrell and Timberland, I'm still gonna pick Timberland. Mm. Even though I 
Okay. You know, I praise Pharrell, but so he gave us a whole ranking from the same cloth. You know, this is what it is. It's my opinion. Don't you know? Don't shoot me. Don't shoot. I mean, it's hard for me to say yay, but I think it, out of those three, it'd be yay. Oh my god! What? You're like the yeah. biggest? I did yay not fan. see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I for sure thought you was gonna say Timberland. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I could lean that way, but then if you really think about it, like is there a Pharrell with without a Timbo or like you know vice versa? Like the way they fed off each other, came from the same region, and like really like how hip hop evolved. And, yeah, and well, pop Pharrell music came before Timberland. Yeah, well, that whole like area, right? Mm-hmm. But like they eventually worked together in different mm-hmm. facets and different things like that. And I think there was a something just in VA that came from the yeah. water, you know, which Yo, is they was the same school, unattended, like all of them, right? And I think um, Boyz Man went to the same school as them. Mm-hmm. They was passing the artists around like peace pipes, man. Yeah. Like you, there was. I feel like there was one point in time in the two thousand early two thousands that there wasn't a record out or album out that Pharrell and Timberland both weren't on. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. it's just crazy. What yeah, I think Pharrell's gotta go. Um You're saying Pharrell's gotta go out of Pharrell's gotta go. Wow. Um I, I think Timberland is is I think you need Timberland around because his production and what he did for Leah and Missy and Genuine, that little camp that he had, I I think it's so significant in in this culture because it was so different. The samples he were using were weird and different, and he was still able to make it pop and be become number ones and whatever he did like he can give you some hard drums and give you something tough for hip-hop and he can smooth it out and give you what he did for Aaliyah and then he'll give you the pop um and obviously all three of them can do that but I think he's important if we're talking about the culture of hip-hop because he gave you something different outside of just um samples from the 70s or 60s or you know wherever Whoever the guys, the producers were typically pulling out of. Um, so it's funny to hear you say that specific thing about the samples and stuff like that mm-hmm. and choose Kanye over Pharrell. But continue. Yeah. So, so, and I was about to say, um, Pharrell, if, if I were to juxtapose their, their styles and production and, and um, sh- shifting the culture and who, you know, I mean, there's so many things you can put, to, put together against each other. I think Kanye stands out more. I think Pharrell had a, an obviously an enormous amount of hits, but I don't think um, I, I don't think there was anything, not anything, not as much game changing as what Kanye did. Like what Kanye did from a production side was the whole Chipmunk and in the whole Chipmunk um, soul. Now I don't know if that was him at first or if it was the producers for the Dipset. What are they called? Heat makers. I don't know who did it first or even just Blaze is thrown in there, but he took that and made it a thing, right? And he continued to evolve and then My Beautiful Twisted and then he just continued to evolve uh, up until a certain point, I think. But th- to me, that's, that is more impactful than all the hits that Pharrell, like, like, like a Scott Storch put out a bunch of hits, but did he really change anything? Like we had this conversation before. Um, so yeah, my two picks are the guys that stick around are the guys that I think are significant for the culture. I agree with you with Kanye, um, shifting the sound, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can remember just for the the sake of like specifics, right? Like when power came out Mm -hmm. and a track was like bigging it up like Mm -hmm. crazy and everybody was sitting there like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Like, what is this? Right. Not only power, but the other the, the other single. Yeah. The and Daft so, Punk sample. Stronger. Right. And so 
which was probably heavily influenced from a track and what it feels like Kanye's always been that guy to like hear something and kind of like ride with it right like you can argue um college dropout given i think he gets a little more credit as, as an individual for that sound and uh, as well as late registration but then you get to graduation then he's starting to put that Daft Punk electronic world coming in. Then you get um, <clears throat> Yeezus, which was more Travis Scottish, and you have Kid Cudi, that was more the influence for 808s. And like he kind of like took these different elements that from people around him yeah. and put them at the forefront, and then it shifted to put those people on. Three times he shifted the culture. Yeah. His first two albums, then he shifted it again with Power and Stronger. Because remember how big of an influence Stronger was once people figured it out. I'd argue never, it was more. I'll, well, I'll, I'll never forget Styles Davis telling me the story of when he used to have a residency as QC's 2020. He played Stronger when it first came out and it cleared the floor. Of course. And it took a long time for people to get that. And once they got it, yeah. now you can play it and the floor will be packed. And then, and then after that was My Beautiful Twisted. And then obviously what came after that was Watch the Throne. And then just that whole movement of music that he was putting out for other artists as well. Like to me, that's three times that he had created like a small percentage of a shift in, in the production game I mean, and culture. But I, I'd argue it's more because, and I'm not saying that you're not saying that, but like with college dropout and late registration, guys like Mos Def, Common, Talib were able to put out records around that. And people were okay with listening to that and at a that different level rap, yeah. because yeah. it was it was around there, right? And then when he puts out uh, Graduation, then you start to see all these other electronic artists coming out, MGMT and all Justice. these other guys, that, that, that whole Justice, that whole era, the hipster era kind of coming up. And then, um, you know, even though Kid Cudi was kind of, I think, was it before uh, 808s? But like 808s when it first came out. I want to say Kid Cudi inspired 808s. No, 100%. Like that's 100%. He's all over it. But what I'm saying is it it also elevated that sound and that way for people to follow. Same with Yeezus. If you go back, I remember listening to Yeezus the first time. I was like, oh, this is aggressive. But I could go back to it now and be like, oh, this is like actually tame compared to what we've heard now. I think Kanye has always uh, been ahead of his, you know, been ahead of the times. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, it's going to take time for people to really hone in. You know, 808, nobody was fucking with that when that shit dropped. Yeah. Now everybody loves it all of a sudden. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, you you make depressing. the argument, the same thing with Yeezus. Yeah, you can. But you, yeah. if, you, if you knew what he was going through at that time, you know, you could relate or yeah. a little bit, whatever. But Ultimately, Pharrell and Timbo they do have Pharrell's wider range. range. Yeah, it's range. Yeah. Like, I think that's what it is. I think that's what kind of gives him the edge over Kanye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you said you say you say that. Yeah, I want to hear a little bit of Sean on this. Kanye <laughs> changes the sound in this genre of hip hop. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how many you know how many pop stars has he worked with, or right. you know what I mean? Outside of outside of this stuff, as far as, as many as someone like a Pharrell or a Timbaland has touched, and and I mean hits, not mm-hmm. just like oh we made. We we worked on this track and it's on right. an album. It's a B side track or whatever. Like like fucking hits with Gwen Stefani or Justin Timberlake or yeah. you know what I'm saying so on and so on. He got those. Who does? And I was gonna say Kanye does. I'm saying I'm not saying Kanye doesn't at all. But that was, I was my other point is it's funny that you're arguing so much and but you chose to not because ultimately him. I said because of the range. I understand the influence. So but to to Joe's point because you did you keep Kanye or did you 
He got Okay, because I was going to say to your point about hit making and what you were saying, it's like he could have done that. Like he has Toxic with Britney Spears. That's a huge record. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he wanted to do it, I'm sure he could. He might not have had no interest in that. Yeah, I mean, I don't even, to, to my knowledge, he didn't even like Gold Digger, but he knew that was an opportunity right. to, to make some money and create what he has now. Um, but no, there's no denying Pharrell can go from creating the the definition of a word in grinding, uh, making a big deal about that one word, and then go play some bongos for Justin Timberlake and put out a hit with him. Like, that's crazy range, without yeah, a doubt. For sure. And yeah, you can argue that Pharrell has more range than even Timbaland um, because of the Gwens and who he's worked with. And I know Timbaland has done work with pop stars as well. Nelly Furtado and all but, that. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like pound for pound, you know, it's... Yeah, I mean, uh, Sean, who would you take out? I would say Pharrell. As much as I don't want to, but only... I'm going to tell you the only reason why is because Pharrell solo is not as good as Pharrell in the Neptunes. With Chad, yeah. we talking a whole different situation. I mean, yeah, yeah. Nah. I know Pharrell solo, there's like... there's. I feel like there's more marketing behind Listen, it than actual... Play, like, it's a lot of plagiarism. It's a lot. If we yeah. if we want to be real, yeah. a lot of claims of plagiarism when it's Pharrell solo. Mm-hmm. Pharrell with Chad, you get grinding. You get hit different. Yeah. The one he just dropped with Scissor, like you yeah. get different sounds. Yeah. That's stuff that you want to hear. In- innovative stuff. Right. I mean, so that's why. That's that's Well the Neptunes argument. were ahead of their time. Yeah. Right? Well, I think I, mean, I think the Neptunes right. adapted a sound and you you got you got used to that. So when Pharrell stepped away from it and did his own shit. I think you were comparing it. There's a comparison there, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's not the same shit." Nah, with Chad and like he's just lazy. I mean, you, that's you probably play, what that he, brought, play, he probably he probably played Neon Guts here once, huh? Play, play Neon Virginia. Guts, play Neon Guts, and then play what's the Jay Z track uh, with Beyonce, the one that you always play. It's similar. It's the same as Neon Guts. It's oh, the nice. same beat. Yeah. It's the same beat. Yeah. I'm yeah. like Pharrell. Come on, my G. Come on. If it worked, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. All right. Uh, I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, he's a multi-billion-dollar yeah. selling I mean, artist. Yeah, so. not, I, I, <laughs> we're here sitting talking to each other with Marvin, probably a couple hundred people listening. I watched his deposition when he got in trouble with that whole Marvin Gaye thing. It was. Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was rough. It was yeah. pretty bad. It was rough. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. In our last one, one gotta go: pasta, tacos, or pho. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Give it to we, us. We, we talking about this? Pasta, Come on, Mike. Tacos or pho? Pho got to get up out of no, here. No, yeah, no, look, no cultures here. are being offended. We're, we're not here, here to I love offend pho, any. But it's gone. I'm not giving up tacos or pasta. You Hell crazy. No. Mm. My wife would kill me if I said I don't want pasta no more. Mm. So people's yeah. lives are on the line. <laughs> you got to get rid of <laughs> Over this. You got to get rid of pho, unfortunately. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, pho, pho is a really, what did really, you really want to say right. pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Give a pho. No, look, if you know pho, man, it's it's got to be one of your go tos, or it's something you think about at the end of a club night or something. Well, because pho is a dish, pasta's a whole fucking like thing. Like pasta's there's fusilli, there's spaghetti, there's fettuccine, there's fucking pho, pho is a unique you know pasta experience. very well, right? <laughs> for instance, for somebody that yeah, don't like it. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he loves pho right now. White sauce, red sauce, Love pink it, sauce, vodka sauce. Good Lord. Man. Anytime I get the opportunity for I'm with Bolognese. Mamma mia. Pho is one of those dishes that I don't eat with wifey. Um, she's not a huge fan of it. She'll tolerate it. Because it's in direct competition with pasta. 
It's a different kind of noodle. She doesn't want to feed that. I think she's more of a of a ramen person mm. than pho. Okay, ramen or pho? Pho. Oh, wait, no, ramen. Wait, what, ramen are you versus pho? what are you eating? What are you eating or what do you get rid of? What are you getting rid of? Ramen or pho? Oh, ramen. Oh, I'm getting rid of ramen. Yeah, I don't like the after t- the I'm gonna tell you right now, the, there's only one texture on my tongue. There's <laughs> outside of like Japan, like going be like actually eating like ramen. Oh, the one spot that's bomb is um damn it. It's Tatsu? in New York. Oh. Um fuck. Ichiran. I never had it. I'll only have I mean, I'm sorry, I only have ramen there or uh Silver Lake ramen that's in LA. Mm-hmm. Any other ramen? No disrespect, but all disrespect. I'd rather eat top ramen. Respectfully. <laughs> he said, I'd rather eat top ramen. Uh-huh. I'll serve up some top ramen. Hey, some top ramen with the, the dab of sour nah, cream. You know what? I, Chicken or beef? I've never had bad, bad You ever had that? Uh, shrimp flavor. You, shrimp you, ever put, you ever put a dab of sour cream in your top ramen? No. Nah. Nah, that's different. Bro. I don't. What, what's the? That's a Hispanic thing. Okay, huh? no, gotta no, be. no, it's gotta <laughs> be. It's Listen gotta here, be. let me let me put you all on game. Okay, and- I've been sitting on this one for a while. When Don Ramon would come home from late night, mm. and we all respect Don Ramon around yes, here. Yes, we do. That's right, Senor. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he'd come home, do the top ramen shit, and then he would put he would put an egg in his, and then. You'd cook up a weenie, little, you know, and then cut it up. A hot dog? And then that's a hot dog, yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> is that what it is? A hot dog. I'd be sure. Yeah, yeah, you eat a hot dog <laughs> and then uh, and then chop it up. And then that was your protein in the ramen. Sure, sure, sure. And then a dab of sour cream. And if you've ever had ramen at a Japanese spot, there's different kinds. Tonkatsu is like the most popular kind, I think, where it's like a pork broth, but it's creamy. And mm. so that dab of sour cream turns it into that creamy broth. And so that's where it oh, looks okay. like that. So mm. makes sense. y'all ever want a little, An you know, authentic feel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah don't eat next week. I'll bring you guys some ramen. <laughs> I'll smack that shit. Yo. <laughs> if it's still hot, yeah. Oh, no, I'll cook it here. We'll make yeah, it live on the show. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> y'all trust me, right? All, all right, right, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, that, that ends that, that segment. Quick. That was That was good. Fuck out of here. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we still got, Fuck it's really 33 minutes on that. We started oh God, like 10 I was minutes about on. to say, good Lord. No, 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 it's, that's technically 33 What a new segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, all right. Um, we will not be getting rid of any of the next things we talk about. Beat Source linking with Serato. Mm, Major. Big, big. We, big we, we, moves, uh, we combed over it last week with Vice. But um, I mean, shit. What's the impact of this with the DJ community? Man, huge, bro. Game like, changer, this is going to be crazy. B source always been B source DJ City always been ahead of the curve, man. Mm-hmm. And now they just they they had their foot on a lot of people's necks. Now they just stomping motherfuckers out with this next move. Like it's it's just crazy. Yeah, if you guys ever checked out the playlist, they have um, obviously they have a multiple playlist, but they have like because they're really focused on the next generation of DJs, which mm-hmm. is great. That's something we talked about on this culture where the OG is always talking shit to the younger generation. Well, shit, help them out. You know, say say something that's going to encourage them or guide them in the right direction. Well, here is DJ well, DJ City Beat Source with, uh, in their playlist uh, with tutorials like how to DJ 101. And, you know, because you want to set these the next wave up correctly going into the club and doing what they're you know going to do if they're going to keep up. Um, but, yeah, I think this is... A, one one thing that um, 
they pointed out within the meeting that we all had on Zoom. Um, you can't record and you know, you can hit record on Serato and record that way. If you're using BeatSource tracks, you can't record. You have to record into your Ableton or Audacity or mm. something else. Through the output. Through the output, yeah. So just for those that are plan on recording. Um, but yeah, the playlists are great. Uh, you might, you may or may not see a Mickey D's playlist in there mm. sometime soon. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, anything else to add to this? I mean, in its simplest form, you know, pretend Spotify... Um, existed in your Serato, like all yeah. your playlists, all the things you you know want to organize. And I know there's an app that actually will import your playlist from Spotify into BeatSource, um, in case you wanted to do that. Yeah. But it is, um, you know, the ability to just being able to stream music and not have to put all that you know space in your hard drive to be taken up. It's it's really ahead of its you know ahead of what we're all ready for maybe. Yeah. And I think, you know, but it is the future. So yeah. it's exciting to see where this company as a whole is is headed. And, you know, future's bright. When top Wi-Fi is, like, available everywhere, right. it's going to crush. Yeah, but it's I think once they get the locker, and, and this really comes, the beta's out now. You can test it. Check it out. Yeah, go um, check there's out. been no crashes as of yet. I haven't heard anything. But um, and but this will officially come out in October. Um, but And they will create a locker. So all the songs that you want, that you think you're going to use, you think you may or may not use, you can store them. Um, in case it goes offline. In case it goes offline. Um, just, I mean, f- just for guys that, that still don't get it, look at it like this. We had started off with record and we used to bring five, 10 crates to the gig just in case we were going to play that one James Brown song or, or just something like that. And then we uh, evolved to Serato. Now you're, Technically, you're still carrying music in the sense that you have to download, and now you need to make sure your your uh, your internal memory is has enough space. Right. You have the proper amount of gig, uh, megabytes and gigabytes. Now you at now moving forward with BeatSource, um, you don't have to carry. You don't have to download these songs, so you don't have to worry about filling up your laptop and then having to update or getting rid of stuff and deleting. It all exists on the interwebs so you can pull from there. And at some point BeatSource will have every, and all the songs on BeatSource are all catered to DJing. It's not like it's track seven that only got a hundred streams that's on there that you got to sort through everything that they have on there will be is playable or you will probably use in a club. And another thing they're not going to, if you go to iTunes and you search a pop song, I got a feeling by whatever black eyed peas you'll probably find the karaoke version and then you're going to find this guy's version and there's like a ton of different versions well you don't have to sort through all that you can just go straight to the black eyed peas version and and um play that well and yeah and sorry to cut you off yeah. but like the benefits if you think about it um i'll give you an example like um back when i would do a mobile gig mm-hmm. and um you're preparing for a wedding and like i wouldn't carry around wedding cocktail music in my Serato when I'm gigging out at the nightclub all the time. I'd carry that on an external hard drive so that when I do do a mobile gig, I could plug that in and I'll have that there. The benefit here is now, just like in our Dropbox, I don't need three gigabytes of our podcast video in my hard drive at all times to have access to, right? I just Mm -hmm. need that access when it's on the cloud. And so you now have this ability of having... Because I don't think we're ever going to get rid of our own sure. libraries. 
right? That I'm makes, sure we'll still build because it's like just cool to have. Yeah, yeah. it's it's who we are, right? Yeah. And if you don't have an OnlyFans account to Danger Zone's OnlyFans, mm-hmm. you can't get his exclusive remixes, right? Mm-hmm. So we got them, and it won't be on any DSPs. So you got to download it. Yeah. So you're gonna have things like that that are exclusive, mm-hmm. um, and you know. But this is being built to supplement your your full library for the just in case or yeah. you know i forgot to download or you know it's all real time look yeah. in, in about five years or less um everything's going to be different and you'll probably only be able to use beat source because they have the proper licensing and all that moving forward but um one thing they are working on is creating intro outros for all these songs because really what you see right now is just songs that's given to them by the label yeah and at some point they're going to have to figure out not they will figure out a way to all the remixes you see on DJ City um they're going to figure out a way to get that on beat source and so that the um the, the uh, artist is still compensated cuz that's the thing with beat source is the artist gets compensated for every time you stream it. it it's it's recorded it's documented so next time you hook up to the Wi-Fi that will go in the records and uh, under beat source and beat source will pay out the artist. Yep. So big moves moving forward, different sandbox. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, big Sean. Boy. Boy. How are we feeling about the album? My album was dope. Yeah. Well, album's fire. Uh, I think the album is fire. Um, I was, you know, Andre and I were talking and we were talking about it. And, um, I said, what did they say on the, on the JVP? It doesn't have very good, I don't think it has replay value. Mm-hmm. I don't think a month or two from now we're going to be listening to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm comparing it to something that recently came out, like the Nas album. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be listening to the Nas album in three, in three months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it seems, because to me, there's no, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it doesn't, Blend, for lame terms, doesn't blend well enough. It seems like it was a bunch of tracks that he was working on the last couple of years right. and he threw it on the album. You know what I mean? And I get that a lot of the tracks he's ex- he's expressing about what he's experienced in the last couple of, you know, yeah. the last couple of years and whatnot and everything, which is dope. But it's just, it doesn't feel like a whole project to me. It just mm. fe- it felt like it was a compilation. You know what I mean? Especially with that yeah. fucking freestyle, which was crazy. But you know what I mean? He has a decent amount of features on it. Um, I did appreciate the um, the skits, the one with like uh, Erica Badu, Badu, Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle, and Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought those were dope. But yeah, it's it like 22 tracks on the 21, 21 tracks. It's a lot of goddamn songs, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, see, I, I think I'm on the opposite end of that because I thought I was listening to and I was working out. And I, I'm the type of person that will listen to a song all the way through before I pick out what tracks I like or before I can even give you a name of a song that's my favorite. Yeah. And I may do that a few times before I can still pick out specific songs. But I thought it had a nice flow to it in regards, like it didn't make me think twice about what I was doing or or just like there weren't any hiccups to where I, I was like, oh, something's off or, you know, it's just the energy. Um, but I, I think it is a consistent body of work and it matches up at least with this last two, maybe even three, I don't remember. I feel like the first two were like, hey, look at me, I made it. Maybe even the first three shit. But after that, I think it got more serious. And then he's, I think his brand leveled up. Everything about what he's done has leveled up. Um, and now when I think of his brand, it's it's uh, 
up there in this brand. I think it's up there with the J. Coles um, and those guys. But it's obviously J. Cole speaks for like a, J. Cole's more Black Lives Matter and kind of promotes stuff like that. Whereas mm-hmm. I don't really hear Big Sean outside of the music doing that. And I also don't follow him. Mm-hmm. But there is something about J. Cole where he has a big, I guess, I think it's just a bigger voice. Yeah. And Big Sean is like, that's what he's missing if he really wanted to be. I think he's around that table. I don't know if he's at that table. But as long as he continues to put out consistent work, um, and I think the last two, three projects have been pretty consistent. You you can't deny that he's up there somewhere. Maybe like, yeah, maybe he, not A, maybe A minus, B plus, but he's he's up there somewhere. Yeah, with yeah, those yeah. Guys. He's, definitely, he's definitely talented. And I don't want to take it. The album is dope. The album is dope. There's a bunch of tracks on there. I just felt like this This is not the one that's going to be like, okay. It's not a classic. Yeah, it's not. No, no, far yeah, from yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think, I think he's got, I think he may have like a project or two before we experience that. And I think that comes with experience. Like you were saying, the first couple of albums, it was, yo, yeah, I made we have, it. We, we, we have yet to see the best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I you think he's going to continue to, like now he has this really dope brand that's leveled up. It's like, all right, now match it with something that's just out of the park. Hit something yeah. out of the park. Um, but to your point of replay, and and we obviously listen to music differently because I don't I don't like I'll go through an album once if I even get to it, and that'll be it, even if it's really dope, because I just I have a list of things I listen to throughout the week and it's all calculated and scheduled. And from our podcast, re-listening to that to the the drops of group chat and, and JBP. And um and then now I'm putting out more mixes. So so it's hard for me to give replay value to anything, but the last time I I really replayed something over and over was probably the Sid album in mm. 2016. Mm-hmm. Like she she bought it. I can mm-hmm. go back and listen to it now and be like, oh my god! Just her album or the whole internet album? Just her internet just, album's dope. Yeah, 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 I enjoyed it, but the Sid album. Yeah, there was something just captivating about that album that I just loved replaying over and over. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean, what were your thoughts? I, love, I mean, I, I will say Little I loved Sean. it. I can say Little I loved Sean. it. I know. I am Big Sean now with the Braves, for real. <laughs> Boy. Boy. <laughs> um, no, nah, I did. I really I really enjoyed it. I, I do think after going back, I kind of second real sentiment. It's, it's a little lackluster at certain parts, but um, I think that's just production that I didn't enjoy. Yeah. Like that batter track. I didn't really like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Other than that, I mean, yeah, he can, man, he can rap. He can rap his ass off. Oh my off, goodness, he can rap, man. That yeah, that's what I'm crazy. saying. When he puts it all together, mm-hmm. usually yeah. rapping's the hardest part. And he was, he was, he was painting a picture. He was telling a story, and I think that was, I think that's what I enjoyed more than like saying, like, all right, this is the album, you know. But yeah, yeah. and good. even though it was usually when something's so like it's Detroit heavy, right? Usually when something is so heavy that I don't really think of. I'm not turned off. I'm just like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. good. But I, yeah. I really appreciated how he was putting on and mm-hmm. and just continue to stay focused yeah. on that narrative because it gives it like, how often do you hear a story within an album? It's, yeah. it's rare these days, right? Like you got to wait for a Kendrick album to drop to well, to really hear a story. Freddie Gibbs, man. You I would like. That's here. what I was gonna say. I, would I got like through to half see, of that. I didn't. I never got back to, and that's I would, another problem. I would I like to see. To um, I would like to see what. I would like to see him do something like what. Freddie Gibbs did with Alchemist or what Nas did with Hit Boy. Maybe he's missing purpose. Maybe Kendrick's uh, Kendrick. Maybe Big Sean's missing purpose. I think if you have a if like you Justin Bieber, not quite. 
Um, but I think if if he has more of a purpose behind the the whole body, like the whole album, the whole project, yeah, that might be the thing that's missing. I'm not saying artists need that, but that might be the thing that takes him to the next level. Is like more of a story within the album um, to really. I don't know. Shit, take sometimes you. taking too long to work on something, you notice. Yeah. That'll fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you overthinking it. And then now you, he well, took like four then, years. But then there's expectations. Exactly. That's like, So yeah. you might be, you know, this album is probably better than a good amount of albums that have come out. Oh, yeah. But absolutely. Because it's Sean, Big Sean. And I think the other thing that, that, is really evident i would like i would say maybe on the production side you didn't you didn't have the sounds that you wanted to hear but i do think the quality of the album sounds oh, right, really course. rich yeah like, of course you know just nah, hit boy bodied it yeah hit boy bodied it yeah for sure and i think that's i think i enjoyed that um part of it just like the the, the fact that it just sounded good yeah. you know maybe not necessarily the the content or or it's not relatable as much for me, you know, as far as the topics mm-hmm. go. Like I, when I think of Big Sean, unfortunately now, like I think more of him and Jenna's like situation, yeah, right? You know, because that's at mm-hmm. the forefront of yeah. it all, the relationship side of it. But yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Solid project overall. I'll listen to it again. for sure. I mean, I've listened to it a bunch of times. Yeah, you know? me too. I just go back yeah. just to see if I can form a different opinion. Yeah, and I do that with a lot of music. Um, but I, like I said, I mean, I'm sure I'll listen to it for another week or two or something like that. But I don't think a month, for me personally, I don't think in a month I'm going to be listening to it. It'll be that a rotation. Often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll probably be a couple of tracks that I throw into a playlist or something like that. Or yeah, what tra- what know? tracks are you playing on your stream? Zen the fuck out for real. That for shit sure. goes hard. Yo, the first two he came in. Why hot. would I stop? Yeah. Why would I stop? <laughs> Why would I stop? I put that on my mix in the um for uh, what you call it um. The Mickey D show on uh Mickey D's radio. Mickey D's radio? Radio, excuse me. We can there's too much shit going DJ on. DJ Rell, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> too much shit going on, that man. Burger fucking with him. Man, it is. <laughs> the wrong fuel in our body got For us real. fucked up. My bad. The Mickey D's uh, radio, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think yeah, those two I don't know. for sure. Uh lucky me. Um I can't I'm not a huge fan of the one with uh Young Thug, but I can hear that out. Like I can hear that when if we're when we outside, if we were to be outside in like a week or two, I can hear that. I'm not. I personally was. It's cool. I'm not mad at it, but I yeah. can definitely hear it out. I really like Lithuania. Oh yeah, not just because of Travis, but yeah, I, that beat is stupid. I wish Travis would have jumped on. Um, oh, the other one on the one that he did the adlibs on. Is that in the fuck? That's out? in the fuck out. It yeah. is that one. Yeah. 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 So, uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. We're all in relationships here. Correct. Everybody loves their significant others. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> say loud and say proud. Yeah, every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My man is open. All right, cool. Um, th- that was nobody falling down. Um, we all love our significant others, and mm-hmm. none of us are married yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real quick, who's the first? Well, you're the first one to get married. I guess that's out there. Who's the first one to get married? Rel's the first one to get married. Okay, I thought you were going to say real quick, who's going to be the first one to divorce? No. <laughs> I was say, bro, that ain't the Yo. way to do this. Oh, this is not the way to present this. Yeah. The thing posted is still the funniest thing. I have it in my phone. The what? Joe posted a picture, and it was me, Rel, and him. 
and our significant others. Sam was the only one that's still around. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and he was his caption that. was, this is going to be funny five years from yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> This is great. We are not with those significant others no more. So, with that being said, uh, uh, last man standing. Yeah, last man standing. <laughs> man, listen. So, with that being said, how do we feel? And you know, some oh, some of our significant man. others listen to this. Some don't. Uh, how do we feel about prenups? Listen, man. This is a whole different listen, tax bracket. I'm listen. I'm, I'm gonna say this. If I'm gonna marry her, this, this is a this, safe this, space. This, if, listen, <laughs> if I'm choosing to marry her, I don't need no prenup. You know what I'm saying? If I if that's in the back of my my mind, like if that's like I might need a prenup with this chick, yeah, I'm like I'm not marrying you. But it's out of your control. If she goes crazy. What you mean? If, if she just starts, if she just <laughs> if goes, she starts going crazy, I would yeah, I would, like, I would have to, to assume I would have to assume that I have to play some part in that. Yeah, I'm gonna say she, she's just gonna be out of the blue, just go fucking crazy. What if she was just waiting for you to get married, and then now that you're locked down? She can go crazy. I mean, she, I ain't got nothing to take anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> okay, so maybe yeah, different yeah. scenario. Yeah, I, 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 we may not all be at the level yeah, of, of this current topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you were, you know, significantly well off financially, yeah, and um, you know, you love your bride to be. Listen, let, let, let me let, go back to, to your point. <laughs> if, if she's she that crazy. good, if she's that good. I'd hide that shit from you because she deserves it. She fucking deserves it. it and I'm going to sign her ass up for yeah, acting classes right. and, and get out there and get a job. <laughs> two two <laughs> things come to mind. Opposite sides of the spectrum. If I'm, if I'm a billionaire or if I have close to a billion like Dr. Dre, I'm thinking I really love this girl and it just, and I want to support her and it just didn't work out with us. But I understand she's adapted to a specific lifestyle and like, Sure, I can just say go back to living a normal nine to five life, but I understand that you know she she wants to live the way I've kind of groomed her to live. So yeah, I'll kick her a couple million a month or whatever, just 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 so she can like maintain. Because I got a billion, like well, what's a couple million to me, right? And then on the other month, side of this, every month, money. And then on the other side <laughs> of that spectrum is she is I'm a billionaire, right? The only girls that are attracted to me as a billionaire that just jumped onto this billionaire train or my millionaire train, basically the ones that weren't day ones when I was broke, the only ones that are jumping are are, are usually interested in me for not one thing, but a few things. And money is definitely one of those things, right? Because they want a sense of security. They want to be safe. That's why you see hot girls with ugly rich dudes. So... So I got to understand the game that she's playing to, to set up a sense of security for herself moving on for the rest of her life. Now, if I think she's one of those girls, but we just have an, an amazing time together and, you know, we really vibe out. But I I feel she's one of those girls that I'm probably not going to do the the prenup and I'm just going to be like, well, you're, you're you're on your own if it doesn't work out. You know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, my thing is, my thing is, yo... <laughs> Oh my God, the girl! If if you were if you were a chick, you be like, yo, we gonna we gonna hustle. If you if you if a chick is basically what you like, your what your example you were saying, right? She's with you because she she sees the money. You know what I mean? She wants to live this luxurious lifestyle and you know whatnot, whatever. Like, so you already know from jump, from jump, you know, shorty 
she's useless. I say that with all due respect. <laughs> all due respect, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Right? And when right. I say, now, when I say she's useless, meaning that she's not out there getting her own, y'all are not in some sort of like, y'all are not treating it like, more uh, like a Like, like, a, like, like a Tommy's girl. And she's like, like Tommy's girl, belly. Exactly. She's sitting home flipping through magazines. Exactly. All right. Like, you know what? If you decide to settle down with a chick like that, knowing that, then you deserve, if y'all split and you didn't sign a prenup, you deserve for her to take everything or your, all, all your shit. That's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying, if you go into a situation where you got a hustler, right? You got a hustler and y'all are building together. You, whatever, whatever it is, y'all are building together. Y'all are getting shit together done. You know what I'm saying? She's doing her thing. You're doing your thing. And you just happen to make the, you, you, you edge her a little bit on the financial side. So like, let's say y'all split. I got no problem being like, all right, cool. I didn't sign the prenup. We built His this ten, together. We built this together. His 10 million turning sure. into 50 million. Because I know you're going to do it because you're a hustler. Right. Like, um... Bezos' wife. So hey, that's what, so that's how I'm looking she at it. Like I'm looking at it like, all right, cool. If if I if I'm with someone that is is my partner, is my teammate, like yeah. we're building some shit together. I don't, I don't personally feel like I need the prenup. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But if I know for a fact that Shorty's just with me for the money and lame stuff, look, if then, I, I give her a year, if I have Dre's money, and and this is funny, I'll get into the, the list, but we'll get it. Yeah, I, I give her a year. I'll give you X amount for a year. You got to figure yourself out like this. This will make you, this is good for you. Like this is healthy for you to figure out and be creative. Start your own business. Do what you got to do because this, because because I love you and we have this partnership and you've been by my side through whatever thinketh in and list of things. Cool. I'm not just going to drop you off on the street like that. Yeah, no. Of so course I'm going to give you a couple million a month for the next year. And with that 24 million, you figure it out, but it stops after that. And you, you wouldn't have to worry about it because you know, all right, you give her 24, 25 million, she's going to flip that shit. And, and also, before you get into that list, I just observing these, these uh, millionaires, like they don't give a fuck that these girls are after their money. They're like, you know what? It's fun. I got a couple hundred thousand to throw around to take her. Like, Holes I got the, the money. I, it's, it's just, I'm, I'm having a good time. Like, so it's worth a couple racks or it's worth 10, 20,000. Who cares? Like, I'm I'm, cool with that. I'm not opposed to that. But are you marrying these chicks? No, that's a difference. (laughs) But you also also have to know in that lifestyle, things don't last. You get bored and you say, all right, I'm like there. I just heard on another pod, this guy old as fuck. He's like 80 something who divorced his his wife because she was supposed to guarantee in the contract written out that she signed. She had to have sex with him four times a week. And she was like, 30, how old was she? She was like 30, 40 years younger than him. So she's not like, she's he's no spring chicken. Like 50. He's 80 yeah. something. She's no spring chicken, but she's, but she's like Poor still woman. capable because she didn't satisfy that contract. He divorced her. I don't know if she got a cut of anything, but she's at the door. So that's what I'm saying. These older guys, they just like, they come and go with these girls and yeah, they don't they give a like, fuck. They treat it like a business. Uh, and, and the girl has to like understand what they're also getting into. So yeah. you can't be surprised this when is he gets his bored. day one. This is, this is Dr. Dre's day one. Yeah. I thought he was with someone else before. I him. thought he was too. He he, the, he had, he, okay, so I he has. I think it's been like since the 90s at least. Well, that, that's different. Yeah. She's been with, well, no, he didn't have a girlfriend with NWA. He had a baby Chronic. mama. Yeah, he had a, that's I, what I'm thinking of, yeah. baby mama. I'm pretty sure that's her. Nah, that's no, not I, her baby mama. I don't I, think that's I thought baby this mama. girl came later Google in the late it. 90s. 
But I might be confusing with like Michael Jordan or something. Look, if I have a bill, a billion, right? Before the wedding, before the discussion, and this goes back to um, who's the dude on the podcast with Matt Barnes? Um, oh, not Al Stack. Harrington. Stack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you Steven hear his Jackson. story yeah. about his marriage and how he canceled his wedding at, like before walking out to the altar because his wife wouldn't sign the prenup, like you got to go listen to that story. But the re- the only so what I'm saying is, if I got a billion, right? Just one. Okay, that's all I need. <laughs> Shit. Give me half that. Look. <laughs> if I got a billion for the sake of the story, before the wedding, I'm sending $10 million into your bank account, right? And you're signing this prenup. Right out the gate, that's on you. Yeah. Build your empire. I will support you. Fund it. Provide my team. Whatever. You have resources to everything and everyone yeah. to do it right out the gate. but you, So you can't say that you don't have access. That's yeah. for whatever you want to do. I'll still buy you the gifts. I'll still pay for the more, everything else. But right out the gate, we ain't going to talk about it no more. Another thing, if, if, uh, if again, if we're, I'm obviously still in this situation, she has, to, I have to, she has to have faith that if something were to go wrong, it's because I was crazy wilding or you were crazy wilding, right? Because you would, could never imagine anything going wrong with your fiance, right? I can't imagine anything going wrong with Sam, right? So something crazy. I identify her by name, just for clarity. <laughs> something, something crazy has to happen. You can't say girlfriend after you said fiance. So <laughs> he's trying to stun on me. This uh, nah, he's just like, bitch, I'm watching you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something crazy has to happen for us to divorce. So, Cutter plants. Clearly, I'm not dealing with the same person mentally. You are a different person, right? Not the same person I was in a relationship. Physically, yes. But mentally, emotionally, and or just whoever, whatever character exists within you, not the same person. So I will give you this. I will, instead of doing the whole prenup thing, I will, which is essentially like a prenup, I will give you X amount, which is probably a lot less, because I don't want to see you just in the street. So I'll give you less then two million, and and we'll leave it at that. Because again, in order for is, are you saying you're giving her two million at, at the divorce or but like when you guys signed the prenup? No, after the divorce. Like I, I'm not just going to leave you in the cold. Okay, I'll give you you know because because I no, see there's something due back for so, sure. I don't think we disagree on that. Right. The, the, what we're trying to get to, and I, let's just get to this because we've been kind of <laughs> dancing around it within our own personal desires. But Nicole Young, who's divorcing Dr. Dre, um, is requesting that she has a monthly expense list that adds up to $1.9, well, let's just say $1,936,399 a month. Mm -hmm. And here's the breakdown. (laughs) Wow. $10,000 a month in laundry cleaning. Laundry and cleaning. Sorry. So, you know, kitchen, big house. All the clothes, maybe do your own goddamn. Laundry. Her kids' clothes. She needs a hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars a month on clothes. <laughs> if you're cleaning your other clothes, why do you need new clothes? And why that much clothes? Listen, got places to go, man. 
Even in a quarantine. I, but again, because she's a, she's accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Yeah. Education, tuition, tuition, and living expenses are sixty thousand a month. Like, what school is she going to? I mean, a nice one. I, is that, is is that for her? Is that for You're the never kids? Too young to start, to guys. Don't <laughs> Them Zoom classes be hitting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they've they've been together for twenty four years. I'm gonna leave this 96. one for. Wow. Oh, I'm gonna leave this uh, this. Okay, next so one. she came after the success. So I'm a, I'm gonna leave this one um, for after. Charitable, charitable contributions, one hundred twenty-five thousand a month. You get your own way. You give away your own money. <laughs> okay, so I'll, say, I'll write a check to whoever you need me to write a right. check. Right, exactly. that's how that's how going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, directly. Mortgage, a hundred grand a month. All right, it's probably the crib in Malibu. Okay, hold on. Let me go back to the other one because this one I think is a crazy one. This shit wild. My entertainment, 900 grand a month. That's Bitch, half. What are you doing? That's half. What is entertainment? How much is Netflix? What does fall? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? First of all, why is the entertainment cost the most out of everything? Look, I can subscribe to every OnlyFans profile. It's still not running up 900 grand. <laughs> yeah, that's just nine hundred thousand with the premium content. What? I, I need to know. She got to break that. I need subcategories like entertainment. Like what? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> private. Jets. She might her entertainment might be trips to Mykonos. And this this could be the best one. It's still not te- telephone. Who the fuck has a t- landline? <laughs> Cell phone <laughs> and email, bro. The highest version of Gmail still free, right? The premium. Oh my she's god, she's clearly building a it's case. It's twenty thousand a month. But she, oh, but do you think she's building a good case for her? Like a wise man once told me, once you start your marriage with someone, you're at the beginning point of building your case against the other person. In all, she says she actually has a monthly nut of two point five million dollars a month. Now, so that's two. That's again because we don't know. We know 25. because we don't know exactly uh, the the um, the ins and outs of the relationship, which makes this great because we can just talk all the shit, right? We yeah, because we don't know the ins and outs of the relationship, and right. she claims stuff like you know he verbally abused her. I think he flashed a, a gun a couple of times, and mm. and, and a, a, allegedly, right, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Good job. There you go. Legal. So. <laughs> And I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, she's crazy. You know, I don't want to be like, it just seems a little bit wild to act to the, her breakdown just seems a little wild. You know what I mean? Like, two no, it's, it's the lawyers telling her this. We got to we got to throw everything at the wall and then we'll just roll with whatever sticks. I get it. So aim high and then, you know, it's, you'll it's her lawyers doing the talking. You'll, you'll settle. She'll, it's always the lawyers that are trying to convince you to to. Oh no! You—that's all you're getting. Oh what? no, you're girl! Say two million. And she requested the five million to cover the lawyers. Oh yeah, she I know did. you have somebody. Oh yeah, Marco said it. Said men have to pay the divorce fees in California. Sure. The men do. Yeah, that's sexist. <laughs> what if the woman makes the most money? Man, what if the all woman is the one tripping. For a <laughs> what the fuck? That's fucked up. Uh, listen, yeah, I it, it could be fake. I news, feel for Dre, man. Um. I, I see, like, even though he's fighting it because it's probably not even so much about the money at this point, it's just right. about getting the he's upper got hand. It. I really feel like inside he's just like, fuck it, two million, who gives a shit? Two million for the next year, like, whatever. Every month for the next year. Here, here you, know, like, you keep saying next year. Next year. year. You keep saying No, I'm just saying, you, yeah, you can, you can create whatever one you want. 24 million forever. for the year. Yeah. No, 
Now she's got to go out and be creative. <laughs> no, be yeah, no, 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 she's got to be an influencer. Twenty-four Something, million yeah. for a year. Figure it out. Come she on, can man. Get a podcast, sir. Handing them out left and right. Yeah, Spotify will take you. Nine hundred thousand dollars for entertainment. Bro. That's an NBA player <laughs> salary. That's about? a two-year contract at one of these teams. I get entertained with nine hundred bucks, maybe in monthly. Nine hundred. <laughs> my nigga, nine hundred dollars for entertainment, yo. It's oh, nothing to him. It's nothing. To him. You keep saying that. It I, look, man. I seen what I seen. It's nothing. But to that don't mean guys. he don't. That don't mean he want to give it away. Bro, right. all that's the rich that, people that, I know. Look at your, why, go to your statement every it, month and see two million come no, out I of know, there. I know where I stand and I know where they stand. I'm just saying what I've seen. It means nothing to a lot of these guys, and sometimes they're just like, just, just say, save me the headache. Just get the, take the money, get the. Fuck so why out. settle it? Why do you know? Why just why have it this year all in the tabloids and shit like that? Like why not just because fucking settle yeah, it? he ain't with it. Listen, if you he want was, million, this would have been here. a done deal. We would have never heard about it. Like maybe not two million, but he's. I'm sure he's just like just just take whatever like not two million but try fight it I don't care he I'm has over a it closet do what you can you're my lawyer I'm paying you Air Force One you're on a retainer <laughs> crispy white this nigga is not giving his money away <laughs> nobody is giving their money away I don't he's giving something it. away I mean he has to obviously it's not yeah. two million because he's fighting it, but see. he's giving something away we gonna see divorce court as long as she keeps her mouth shut you saw what happened to Chris Brown's baby mama. She started talking shit, and the judge was like, "All right, whatever you were gonna get, well, she's, she's, chop it down to five hundred. <laughs> yeah, she's a little off her shit, though. Yeah, as long as she keeps her mouth shut. Right. Well, anyway, listen, don't get married <laughs> in California. In California, you better watch what you say. Both you and I are engaged, <laughs> but I'm not getting married in California. Yeah. Huh? Are you getting married? Not in, in California. California. Like Go to Lake to Tahoe work. and skip the the cross. Mm-hmm. The, 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 right over the border. Right over the border. <laughs> you sure you don't want to get married in Arizona? <laughs> Got some yeah. nice beach houses. Erica there. doesn't <laughs> listen to the pod, so I'm good. <laughs> but Guess who just in hey. case, you love her. <laughs> you might want to skip to the hour mark. You might want to listen to this one. Sean was active on this one. Boy, Sean really shine on this episode. Yeah. She might, oh, I, I hope you're editing that. the pod right now and you're listening to this when you're editing the video out loud. And I always do it with headphones. <laughs> she did you're she smart. did catch something. Didn't she, smart. Went, 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 didn't she catch wind of something you were editing or making a clip? Uh, I, don't, I forgot. Yeah, it was one she time. Something though. To yeah, say. yeah. yeah. Always, always. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh NDA. Oh yeah, yeah, NDA. yeah. Jordan Woods, yeah. No, I said NDA. We didn't need to say NDA. her name again. We we're talking Sean. about sports, babe. Do you see where the problem is going? Bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I want Jordan Woods to hear. <laughs> wow. Speaking Tommy. of Jordan Woods, the Kardashians are done. Oh yeah. Uh the Trumps are gonna take over. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, man. The, the Trumps not, in the next reality show. You watching that though? No, I'll, no. I don't <laughs> right now, I keep no. up with the Trumps because I like what's going on in the world. After after November third, I do not plan to keep on with the keep up. What with if the he Trumps. wins for a second term? God help us all. <laughs> you oh, watching Lord. season two, huh? <laughs> Canada looks nice, bro. Gotta, I got it. I got it. I'm going to Mars. <laughs> Put me on. Oh my. Elon was good. Elon was good. Yeah. Send me. Just send me. Watch Full me. send. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a wrap for the Kardashians. Um, I don't, look, man, twenty years in the league—that's a long time. That's like you, you, I look at it like that. They God had twenty seasons them. and just—it's been. They should have wrapped this they, shit up a decade ago. They did. <laughs> Let's be real. But they did, and you 
Thank God for E. <laughs> Courtney was trying to quit a minute ago, and the only reason why I know that is because Erica was watching it, and I happened to catch an episode. Look at him uh, so defensive. Take your armor off, man. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, all twenty. All, 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 all twenty seasons. He's like all twenty seasons are on Hulu. <laughs> And if you guys want to rewatch it with me, if you order some pizza, we can start with season one on Hulu. Listen, it's not Sex in the City, all right? We could watch that. You feel hey, me? Hey, Sex in the City was good. It's funny. I was all right with that, yeah. <laughs> sex. So who are we? Who, who's who? Oh, Wait, on what? God. On Sex no. in the City? No. Not doing this. No, no, no. no. We're not doing this. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. I'm doing this. Sean's got can create more of a case of being a hoe. So we're not doing this. Who's the cute patine friend? So that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Sean is definitely the whole. <laughs> no, who was the youngest one? The, the little one, right? The yeah, tiny one? Yeah, the brunette, right? He's yeah. the red hair. The stuck up one, right? No, she's she's <laughs> super nice, but she's like square, you know? Like, <laughs> stuck up square. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But she, yeah, yeah. Did she try to run for like governor? Yeah. The one that's that tried to run for governor. Would do. <laughs> That's far from what I would do. That couldn't be in the same vicinity of what I would do. Speaking of Kardashians, sports. Hey. Transitions. Right. Hell of a transition. See that? See what I'm talking about? Um, shit, man. We just saw the Toronto pull one. I mean, they got heart. When I see Toronto, I think of, like, obviously Kyle Lowry's on the team. For, for Edwin. Right. The Raptors can't. Basketball, basketball Edwin. Team in Canada. <laughs> Kyle Lowry is like defines what the Raptors are. They just got hard. Yeah, like hard, Kyle Lowry, yeah. if he's in the West, he doesn't make the All-Stars. You know, there's always that conversation. Sure. But I feel because of his, you know, for lack of better words, disadvantage, man, he just exudes so much heart and it just represents he showed what up, the man. team is. Yeah. And I wanted to just look up really quickly since we're here live. Who you guys Who you guys think will be in the finals? Clippers taking the 3-1 league uh, lead. So it sounds like the Clippers will see the Lakers in the finals. I mean, semis. the Western Conference Finals. Semis, yeah. Who, who, who's winning that? The Which one? Who's winning Clippers versus Lakers? Clippers. Let's talk about it. I don't know. Clippers. I do think the Clippers are the better team. Do I think they're going to win? I don't know. Yeah. You know what, man? I don't know if you guys have caught the Clippers uh, last couple of games. Yo, it's clear as day. Because we were talking about Miami. Miami looks... Hey, Miami was the best Man. team. Like they, they, they're probably gonna come out of the East. Their, their chemistry mm-hmm. right now, they're they're on fire right now. It's like, dangerous. It, it's Tyler huge. Hero is nice. Woo! Boy, nice. I'm trying to tell you. Listen, the Clippers, yo, you could tell there's some turmoil in that goddamn locker room. Like Maybe. you can tell, share with each other. If you if you look, if Between you if, Doc and PG, just I mean everybody, shit, even Kawhi and PG, I think, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Kawhi ain't Ka- talking to nobody. Yeah, but uh, Paul George did admit to having going through mental um, issues, being in the bubble, and and just having a hard time adapting. And there's depression. There's there's a, there's anxiety, yeah, and he said that's played into it. Which with some, when people talk like that, you kind of have to take them at their word. Yeah. Because it's not something you want to play around with, uh, but maybe there is something more than that between each other. I, I think they, the way I see the Clippers is, you got a job, you got a job, you got a job. Everyone do their do job. It. Cool. cool. Nothing yeah. else needs to be said. Exactly. Like, and you know, Kawhi's not the verbal type. Yeah. And and Patrick's gonna probably be the verbal guy on the team. And you know where you know that's all coming from heart. That's not a flex or or me. I'm better than you or. 
I get paid more than you. That's just coming from heart. Yeah. So. I feel like Kawhi's coming out of his shell a little more. Do you recall that play where he gave up the ball to one of the, the younger cats? And he was, I didn't give you the ball to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did. <laughs> like sure did say see, that that's, shit. that's good because that's like the Jordan shit was just right. like, yo, stop fucking up and do your job. Right. Do your goddamn just job. Do if your- you want to see the ball again, yeah. stop fucking up. I didn't pass you the ball Doc, to do that. Get him out of here. Yeah. Get him out of here. Anyway. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, Anything else? We go. We mentioned the cactus, Jack. We mentioned that whole thing. Um, the the last time you guys know, when the last time McDonald's did a, a collab, besides the scammy Monopoly one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Jordan ninety two. The Jordan. Well, I don't even know what the burger was, mm-hmm. but it was probably just a regular Big Mac. But um, yeah, man. So that really oh, speaks no, to. We've been doing the McGangbang in the hood for days. Gangbang. Do you know what that is? No, no. no. <laughs> Something tells me it's McDonald's a, isn't advertising that. No, not quite. No, it's a McChicken inside of a McDouble. Oh, oh. And you just, just I mean, your own shit. You do your who, own. Who, name. who named that? Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, you know, grew up in the valley. Um. All right, and globalizations. We uh, shout out to Cleveland Terry. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, really enjoyed that mix. He was all over the place in a good way, of course. And um, next. We got Audio One, our guy, everyone's favorite DJ. Yep, your Super DJ's Mario. favorite DJ. Your DJ's favorite DJ. Vibes all day. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, man, we are, it's a wrap here. We're done. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.